Welcome to the Never Stop Getting Better podcast powered by Guardian Caps. Guardian Caps are a one-size-fits-all helmet cover that help reduce impact for your players during practice. Coach Perry is a huge proponent of Guardian Caps after using them at Pearl High School, and it was one of the first football items he purchased when taking the job at Nixon. Caps are mandated by the NFL for O-line, D-line, linebackers, tight ends, and running backs, and utilized by over 270 colleges, over 3,000 high schools, and over 600 youth programs across the country. As helmets become more and more expensive, the Guardian Caps also do a great job of protecting your helmet investment. See the link in our show notes for more information on Guardian Cap. In each episode, John takes you on a journey of growth, learning, and endless improvement. Whether you're an athlete, coach, or someone simply just striving to get better, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, John Perry. Welcome to the early week edition of Never Stop Getting Better, where today is going to be story time. This is one of the best stories, true stories, that I've ever come across, and it's going to lead us to a question that might be life-changing. One of my favorite stories deals with George Raveling. George Raveling is in the Hall of Fame for college basketball. Uh, he's a big time at Nike. If you've watched the Nike uh movie on Netflix. George Raveling is a big reason why Michael Jordan chose Nike over the competitors. Well, the time is August 28th, 1963. There's more than 200,000 people coming to Washington, D.C. for the civil rights uh, deal that they're having at the time. And George, having been a former basketball star at Villanova, uh, is currently working as a marketing marketing analyst at the Sun Oil Company. Well, he goes home with a friend that lives, he's 26 years old now, out of college. He goes home with a friend that lives in Claymont, Delaware. And the friend's father asked the boys, said, you know, are y'all going to go to Washington, D.C. tomorrow for the rally? And George replies, um, we don't have any money to get down there and, you know, car to get around. So, you know, we're not going to be able to go. Well, you know, the dad says, you can borrow my car and I'll pay for you to go down there because I think it's going to be something pretty special. So anyway, George and his buddy head off down to Washington, D.C. Well, they get down there the night before and they're walking around town. Some of the organizers of the event spot them because they're both you know, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", former college basketball players, well put together, um, spot them and say, look, um, could we pay y'all to stand on stage tomorrow and act like security? Well, you know, obviously both of them said, sure, man, that'd be great. Easy money, right? Well, so the next morning they roll in at um, 8 o'clock. Speakers are getting lined up. They've got five minutes apiece for their speech. Martin Luther King Jr. is going to be the last speaker of the day because they knew that he would hold everyone's attention um, throughout the end of the day. Everybody would stay to hear him. So uh, then Martin Luther King gets up, gives his speech. Well, at the end of the speech, he has his, uh, you know, I have a dream speech kind of written out on a sheet of paper. Well, at the end of his speech, at the conclusion, he folds it up and he puts it in his pocket and he turns to walk off the stage. At that point in time, George Raveling, who is one of my favorite humans in the world, talk more about that in a minute, 
George Raveling simply looks at him and says, hey, Dr. King, can I have that speech? And Dr. King looks at him, kind of pauses, goes into his pocket, gets the speech, pulls it out and gives it to him and continues on his way. To this day, George says, I have no idea why I asked him for that speech. I just thought it would be cool to have that speech. So, you know, I asked him, could I have it? Well, you know, now George says, uh, I've heard him say on a podcast that the least amount of money that he's been offered for the speech is a million dollars. The greatest amount of money that he's been offered is a blank check and fill it in of which George Raveling said he'll never sell it. He will end up putting it in a museum, um, you know, probably when he passes on or moves on, he has it set up to go into a museum. But, you know, what a fantastic story. Like what, you know, to me, this is the question. All he did was ask a legitimate question. Can I have the speech? And Martin Luther King Jr. gave him the speech. How many times in our life have we wanted to ask a question, but we have not? Whether we're scared of the response, whether it's fear of rejection, whether it's being shy, no matter what the reason. How many times have we not asked somebody for something that we know we want? You know, and I think that is a great lesson to all of us. You know, if you're if you're going to school today or if you're going to teach or if you're going to, you know, your business or anything you're going to, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to tell stories. Telling stories is one of the greatest ways that people learn, you know, and one of the greatest things about this story that sticks out to me. And there may be other things that stick out to you. But what stick out to me is, man, he wasn't afraid to ask a question. He just said, can I have the speech? And he got a multi-million dollar piece of paper given to him on that day because he asked. How many people were there and didn't ask? How many people, you know, were scared to approach him or scared to, you know, thought the answer would obviously be no, you know, like don't be afraid to ask questions. One of the things that I have prided myself on in this field I am is I will travel far and wide to ask questions to people that are great. Find somebody that is doing what you want to do at a very high level and go ask questions. It will it will enlighten your life. It will make you better. It's one of the ways, you know, one of the things I've learned through 60 episodes of this podcast is one of the commonalities among people that are extremely successful is they're not afraid to ask questions. My first core value as a human is curiosity. I just want to ask questions. I just want to learn. I just want to try to figure out something more that I know today, you know, that can help me, my program, my family be better. You know, I think being curious is an absolute uh, necessity in being a growth-minded individual. I ran into George Raveling on a podcast years ago. If you go on your Apple podcast and you just search George Raveling, um, you could listen to any of them. His story is absolutely amazing. His story from his time <clears throat> as a young kid, being raised, you know, by his grandmother, um, you know, going to college, playing basketball, going into the Hall of Fame, getting into the Nike deal <clears throat> is absolutely 
phenomenal story. But the thing that stuck out to me the most is I think George is today probably 87 or 88 years old. And on the podcast I was listening to, this was a couple years ago because I think he was 86 at the time. He had a 10-year plan in place for his life. This guy's 86 with a 10-year plan. Man, that's my type of dude right there. You know, I want to have a 10-year plan when I'm 86. I want to be growing, learning, doing things. He started a, a deal on Twitter that you can follow. It's called The Daily Coach. Him and another fella runs, you know, The Daily Coach. You can sign up. It's free. And they send weekly messages book recommendations, you know, like he's a big time reader. He always carries a book everywhere he goes. Um, but what stuck out to me was he had a 10 year plan in place at 86. How many other 86 year olds in the United States of America have a 10 year plan in place? I would say you must, you must be a curious joker, right? Um, so I've tried to find, read, listen to everything I can, you know, about George and that story to me, is, you know, one that I, I will never forget. And there's more lessons in there. What about the dad, you know, who allowed the kids to take his car, give him the money, put him up at a hotel because he knew that something special was going to happen that day. You know, there's so many great stories in that uh, story that I ab absolutely love. So anyway, the question for today, why not? Why not ask your question? Why not ask, you know, for something that you want? What are they going to say? No, right? I mean, the answer is no before you ask. So after you ask, it might be yes or it might be no. I heard Brian Kite one time say about asking questions and going for what you want. What if, you know, you were young and you were on in the bar scene and you were out, you know, with your buddies and you look across the the room and you see this good looking, you know, woman or man, you know, depending and you said, man, I sure would like to ask that person out. Well, why not go ask them? You ain't dating them right now, you know? So what if they say no? Well, you're still not dating them, you know? But what if they say yes? Um, you know, I'm living proof. I had to ask my wife six or seven times, but eventually I think she got tired of saying no. But I wasn't going to be scared to ask, right? Curiosity. Um, ask questions. Don't be, don't be afraid to... Ask questions and learn. Don't let your ego block your curiosity. Until next time, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. I hope that, you know, you're you're enjoying it. If like always, if there's something I can do to improve, shoot the improvements my way. I'm trying to be better by the day, you know, to to provide information that you all you know, can like and can use in your own life, okay? Um, but until next time, adios, amigos. Guard caps are lightweight, one-size-fits-all football helmet covers in practice. They reduce 20 to 33% of the impact, depending on the speed and the location. Great for the repetitive, sub-concussive blows that add up throughout the week. Also great for body blows. Used by Clemson, Penn State, Washington, Oklahoma, 150 other colleges, and about 2,000 high schools across the country. Also protect that helmet. If your helmets are getting beat up at the end of the year, Guardian Caps can help protect that helmet investment.